This is the Live Life Happy Podcast with Andrea Seidel, and it's episode 104. Welcome to the Live Life Happy Podcast with Andrea Seidel. We're all about highlighting self-help, positive psychology, and books on well-being. We share the content and actionable advice so you can make normal life extraordinary. We are a community of lifelong learners, high achievers, and busy people. Get ready for your download so you can live life happy. I'm your host and addicted to reading, Andrea Seidel. Hey there, Andrea here. I hope you're doing amazing. I'm so excited because I highlighted such a great book and it is The Five Love Languages, The Secret to Love That Lasts. Okay, I could really use this. <laughs> What's really funny about this book is like you, I did have people private message me and ask me to highlight this book and I kind of laughed because I'm actually not in a relationship right now and I thought, actually, this is a perfect time to highlight this book because you can benefit from knowing what your love language is and you can really benefit from the key insights from this book. So as you know, this is the Live Life Happy podcast and it's all about sucking out actionable nuggets and highlighting these books that have so much genius in them. And what's great about it is that we can always learn and we can become more self-aware and we can really benefit our lives just from the knowledge and the wisdom that these these authors share. So this book is by Gary Chapman and it's the five love languages. I'm sure you've heard about it. I mean, it was even on the bachelorette, like there for a little bit. It was so funny. And, um, it's such a good book because it really does allow us to delve into finding out a little bit more about what is really important to us. And so, you know what? It's amazing. Like, so do you notice that whenever you try hard, um, to show someone affection, maybe your loved one doesn't show it back to you or they don't appreciate it and they don't appreciate your efforts or perhaps you know sometimes you feel unloved even when you're in a really stable relationship well that's what this book is all about the five love languages it really does explain these five categories that um we we end up giving, that's how we express love, but that's also how we receive love. And it's really neat and insightful to know the love languages that you resonate with. So you'll literally through this book, you learn and you understand how your partner tends to express their love for you. And more importantly, how you most appreciate being loved. So, you know, what if you're making a love list and you're dating and you know what, you're not with a beloved yet. This is also a wonderful book. So don't like hit pause on the podcast because this is a great book for you as well. And it really is great for key insights and also knowing what you're, you know, what it is that how you express your love as well as what's how you really appreciate being loved. So this book really does help us. It reinforces that, um, that we can foster a really wonderful place of love and we can also get our needs met. And it's great because once we get our needs met, right, we're more satisfied in our relationship. So it's almost like we're talking different languages. If we're talking different languages, it's hard to understand each other, right? So sometimes people have difficulties showing love. And what I love about this book is because it really does delve into this place of, um, 
allowing us to express ourselves and express our own version of love. It's almost like a language, a dialect, if you will. And this book is so awesome. It really does walk us through all this. So let's jump right in. So he talks all about these different languages or these five categories. So these differences in how we show up in our life and how we show up for our partner, whether we're complimenting our partner on the work that they've done, or we're showing them with hugs and um, affection, there's different ways that we communicate our love. And what in his book, he really does talk about that they're broken down into five categories and they're known as the love languages. And so those five categories are words of affirmation, quality time, receiving gifts, acts of service, and physical touch. So if you think about it, how do you, if you're going to express love to someone, how do you do that? Like I know for me, I'm very, uh, like physical touch is huge for me. I love that aspect of uh, relationships and loving as well as I'm really good and I love expressing words of affirmation. Um, like encouraging words to people and like, oh, wow, you look so cute or like whatever it is. Um, And so those tend to be my love languages, but what are yours? Like, um, and as you work through this book and as you listen to the podcast, you'll kind of really see yourself in it. You'll resonate of how you express love, but then you take it another step further and you think of how do you like to receive it? So for me, I also love physical touch, but I also really do enjoy words of affirmation on to me. Um, and it's neat because if you think about it, if you end up, um, being with someone that really expresses love through acts of service, then what happens is like, they're getting you things, or maybe they're doing tasks for you and they're trying to show your love. And you're like, wait a second, I just need some affirmation here. I just need some words of appreciation. And, um, and so you can see how there would be a disconnect. So it's so powerful knowing these languages, right? And um, so this idea, and Gary um, Chapman, he really does walk us through almost like a background of linguistics. And what's great about it is that he is a marriage counselor as well. So over the course of many sessions, he really learned that... um, everyone expresses love to their partner differently than their partner may need it. So that's the key word here. So once we understand that, we're better able to help the couple, like we're better able to make relationships uh, that much more successful. And if you discover their primary relationship, then you're able to speak Uh, to each other in a very different way that really does make the other person feel loved and um, express it in a different way as well. So that is so neat, right? Okay. So words of affirmation. So you, you greatly appreciate compliments. So if you, your languages, if you love to receive words of affirmation, you greatly appreciate compliments and encouraging words. Um, If you value quality time, you love it when your partner puts down their phone and they just give you that undivided attention. When you love receiving gifts, so if you love thoughtful gifts and gestures and, you know, they can be big and small and that's the way to your heart. I mean, there's some people that really do value that. The other one is acts of service. Do you value um, when you feel, do you feel most love rather when your partner is helping you with a task or helping 
you accomplish something or, you know, especially without being asked, right? And they just have acts of service. Like they go check your tire pressure or whatever it is. Um, that's an act of service. So then it's also wonderful. The physical touch thing is this, what's important to you, you know, like holding hands, receiving hugs, intimacy, and just like big smiles and just like, you know, being in the kitchen and coming up and kissing on the neck. So things like that. Oh my gosh, that's what I like. <laughs> All right. So things like that, like they're really important. You can see how these, um, love languages are so essential. So what happens to love after the wedding, right? Sometimes you notice that some couples, they meet, they fall in love and they get married. And you know what? At a breakneck speed, like the relationship suddenly comes down crashing and it's like, it's not like it was before. And so maybe you've experienced that relationship yourself, right? Where there becomes a problem in your communication, you fall in love deeply and you know what? And then your partner that no longer makes you happy. Um, so somewhere in there, despite your best efforts, sometimes changing, sometimes these changes happen in relationships and that's, a, that's inevitable, right? But what the author takes us through is that it's really important. It's really important to kind of investigate and figure out what's the problem. And so sometimes what he discovered through all his research is, is that they're just speaking a different love language to their spouse. And so in marriage and relationships, it's really important for us to recognize um, that and understand like how the expression of love may be different and how maybe it might be understood differently. So there is, that is a little bit of a problem, right? So not showing affection for a partner who really values and appreciates affection and, and physical touch, there's going to be resentment. There's, it's going to backfire. It's going to really, there's going to be inevitable tension in that relationship, for example. And so, yeah, so the idea here is, and he talks about, and I love the way he put it in his book, is keeping that love tank full. And he talks about it like a love tank. So your love tank is where you store up all those instances in your life that another person has shown you love and and it was meaningful for you. So you've got this love tank and just like your car needs gas, your body needs love. <laughs> and so the idea and the metaphor of this is it's just like a fuel tank in your car. So everybody has this love tank. So your love tank is where you store up all these instances in your life. And in it means that if you are feeling depleted or if your love tank gets depleted, then your relationship starts to feel a little rocky. Or if your relationship feels rocky, your love tank is going to be depleted. So it means that you start to run on fumes. And so what he talks about in his book too, is that we all love lots of different things, right? We love our places. We love pets. We love people. We love sports. We love TV shows and even cars. Um, but there's no equivalent emotion of love from a romantic partner. So it's really essential that we get this from our relationships. So people's love tanks, they can drop dangerously low is what he's talking about. And that initial spark of falling in love with someone, it kind of peters out if your tank doesn't stay full. So um, I love the way he put in his book. So the idea is to start developing this, right? And so maybe looking at it from a perspective of, um, of building and filling that love tank. So it's not going to happen overnight to build it up. But when you understand a language that your, your 
partner speaks, then you're going to really be able to help fill up their tank. And then when you express, you know, what language you love to receive, then you are going to also be able to fill up your love tank. And by learning your partner and your partner's learning your love language, you're going to be able to keep your tanks full. And it's so essential for relationships, right? Um, So he talked a lot about that and he talked about falling in love and how um, it's exhilarating at first, but it's really essential that you, despite, you know, that, Mm -hmm. like the thing that's really truly special about relationship is when you can continually speak each other's love languages and so that you don't lose this, you can keep each other's tank. So to really love someone truly, you must understand the love for them that is important and you want to understand that also what love you love to receive and that you require um, and then applying the commitment and the dedication to really understand these love languages that is the key that he talks about with a successful relationship okay so then he talked about and he kind of talked in more detail about love language love languages themselves so words of affirmation so you know, these are the things that, um, say, say you came home and your significant other had made dinner and they washed the dishes and they, you know, had a table set for you and maybe the laundry was done and okay. Am I living in a fantasy world here? (laughs) Um, those are all acts of service. So if you, if you don't value that, then that won't speak to you and it won't feel loving. Whereas if, and then also for that spouse, if you come home and you don't express it, like appreciation and wow, like that is so kind of you. I really love how you put the effort into going and getting the groceries, like especially when I was so busy this week and this is so nice. I so appreciate it. Um, it's, it means the world to me, like expressing that words of affirmation. It's like, that's so kind of you. I appreciate you. You're amazing. I'm so lucky to have you in my life. Like those type of things. And those words of affirmations are key. So if the person that put that effort in isn't receiving words of affirmation, then you know what? Their love tank is going to get a little emptier and they're going to feel less like doing that in the future. So if you feel love and you understand when your spouse gives compliments or they're giving you encouraging words, if you really feel love when that happens, your love language might be words of affirmations. If you really feel like when you feel loved, it's from a place of like, you know, when you're getting compliments and you're getting encouraging words, then this is, this is one of your love languages that like, it can be more than one, by the way. And so words of affirmations is important to you, right? So words of affirmations are not limited to just compliments. What he says in his book too, like if your partner's love language is words of affirmation, they will also appreciate kindness and humility in your speech. They'll also really love to just receive Um, attention. Um, So words of affirmation should not only be just given to your partner either, like because you think that that's what they want to hear. It needs to come from a genuine place and it needs to really be about appreciating them um, wholeheartedly. Okay. So then the next one is the next love language that is quality time. So, you know, that expression, time is money. (laughs) So we only have a limited time. And so when we don't feel like we're spending it well, 
Um, it feels like wasted time. So people who really do value quality time, um, and that's how they feel loved. It's important, right. To put down your phone and to really not waste time, like endless scrolling through Twitter, binge watching those Netflix, someone who really does value quality time it will feel loved when, you know, there is that quality time and that effort putting, put into quality time. Makes sense, right? And so just po- paying attention to the person is really, really what feeds someone who really speaks the language of quality time. If you just give them attention and just your undivided attention, they're going to fill their love tank. They're going to feel good. So if your love language is quality time, you most look forward to uninterrupted time that you can spend with your spouse or your partner. And, um, it, it, it's discouraging to feel that you have to, you know, compete against the TV and it feels discouraging when you're competing against the phone to kind of get their attention. So the idea here is to really recognize that, you know what, if you value quality time, you might feel those feelings sometimes, right? Like undivided attention on dates and taking road trips together and things like that. So quality time involves, um, just taking that step back and that present moment and that mindfulness in the present moment. So finding out if your partners, you know, if they feel love from spending quality time is absolutely crucial. You could see how someone would be annoyed, right? If that's what they value and then that their partner is just like on the phone all the time. <laughs> okay. So love language number three is all about receiving gifts and, and receiving gifts. So the idea is, is that some people really do value getting flowers and packages and stuff and, you know, gifts. And so the reality is, is that if that is how someone feels loved, um, their love language might be receiving gifts. So it doesn't mean that you have to spend all this money. It could just be a really thoughtful, I mean, I have my favorite lip gloss and it's like this minty lip gloss. And I remember I dated a guy and he he knew that I love this lip gloss and he went out and he put the effort into buying the exact mint lip gloss that I absolutely love. And I thought that was so great. And that was, you know, he, he, he was definitely his, his main love that fed, like what fed him in terms of love was receiving gifts. And that's what he gave me. But I mean, that gift was so thoughtful. And so I definitely had a lot of appreciation there. Anyway, so his love language was receiving gifts and, um, my love language is not necessarily giving gifts, but I give gifts in indirectly ways. So if I know it's really important, like if you know their love language, right, then it's easier. It's like, oh, well, they really appreciate gifts. So, and thoughtful gifts and like acts of giving, um, then, you know, you want to just increase that, right. To fill their love tank. Um, so that's essential, right? You want to just, it's all about figuring out their language, right? It's powerful. And uh, then the next love language is acts of service. And this is where, you know, you show up in a way, maybe it's like you, you keep your home clean for someone, you prepare meals, you take care of things and tasks, And these are all acts of service. So if you really love when someone does that for you and you feel loved 
when someone does that for you, then your love language might be acts of service. And so expressing this language to your partner might involve small things like taking on extra chores or, you know, helping them with their workload or, you know, bringing the kids to the playground to give the partner a little bit of moment of peace. Those are all acts of service. And it can be a hard love language to navigate. And I know you're probably thinking, it's like, I love all of these love languages. (laughs) And so do I, I gotta say, yes. And I was kind of going through, well, I like that too. I like that too. But the reality is, is that we do have one that really feeds us mostly. So you can look at all the love languages and find yourself obviously in all of them, but it's really interesting. So just knowing which one really, really does resonate with you the most is really key. Um, and then they talked about, um, like acts of services, like willingness to help out and like, you know, doing things, um, like outside of the home, even that would help your partner and, uh, help your partner with tasks and getting things done as well. And then the other love language is physical touch. And so touch is one of those senses that it's not limited just to a specific area of the body. It is, you know, it's smells, it's um, eye contact, it's, um, t- it is actually touch, right? So studies have even shown that physical touch can dramatically improve the probability that babies will be healthy emotionally as they grow. That's huge, right? If the babies aren't touched as much, then they aren't as emotionally healthy and they actually have lower birth, uh, lower body weights and things like that too. Like science is crazy that has shown this. So touch continues to be really, really powerful and really, really important in our lives. And touch is so essential and it's, you know, it's not limited to just sexual foreplay, even though that's really nice. It's, it's beyond that. It's about, you know, um, just a hand gesture, touching someone's leg under the table or like, you know, grabbing, helping them up somewhere, holding their hand or just rubbing their back or their shoulder or their face. Um, even brief hugs and kisses and hand holding or shoulder touching, all these really do speak that love language of physical touch. So, oh my gosh. So you know what? This is so key, right? So knowing that that's what your partner loves, then that's how you can fill up their tank, right? Paying attention to what your, how your partner responds to each and every touch and paying attention to that can really create that change that's necessary. And knowing that that's important to you can make requests and get your needs met. So discovering your primary love language. So figuring out what your love language is, is like, ask yourself these questions. Okay, you ready? You want to know your love language? (laughs) So what do you most often ask your partner for? So if you think about that or, or kind of what do you secretly wish that they did more of? So do you want them to help you with household chores? Or do you want them to hold your hand when you go for walks? Um, you know, you, you're probably asking for the things that are in line with your love language. Those are the things that you really want and need. Um, and then, or you could ask yourself, in what ways does your partner hurt you the most? So for example, are you most hurt when you're ignored or when you're criticized? Or are you, you know, and does, does, um, does criticism, like when you, when you're criticized that they, their love language might be words of affirmations, like it, that might be, um, what's important to you because you're feeling criticized. 
Um, so when you're ignored, for example, and your love language is, it might be quality time. So if you're feeling ignored, so it's really cool. You can actually look at what's going on in your relationship. The other question you might ask is how do you show your partner that you love them? And usually you show the other what's important to you, which is interesting, right? Because it's not necessarily what they need to fill up their love tank, but it is what we do. Um, So do you turn off the TV and listen to them when they speak? Your love language, you know, might be quality time. Or do you tell them to go out with friends while you do the dishes and stay home with the kids? right? So you, you, you can see how, what it is that you're doing, how you show love. So most of the time, um, we show love in the ways that we want to receive it. So how are you showing love, right? Love is a choice. That's what, but that's what, um, that's what makes all our, our relationships fiery and surround us with wonderful relationships. And so the idea here is to choose to show up in a language that your partner is really wanting and deserving. So even if it's hard and even if it's sometimes it's not, doesn't come naturally for you, um, it's a choice, right? So it's a choice to show up for your partner and get their needs met, right? If they really matter to you and you really want to foster and build a wonderful, healthy relationship. So yes, that is an amazing feature of this. Okay. So he also talked all about, I'm just making sure I talked about everything, right? So this is so great. This, I love this approach because just having more awareness of what it is that your love language is and what it is that your partner's love language is or your potential beloved, it's so important because you'll notice, like, especially if you're dating, you'll start to notice like, okay, well, like my level, I love physical touch. So if this person's cold and like not really affectionate with me, then you know what? Like maybe he's not well suited for me. So the idea is you can use this self-awareness to your advantage in your relationships, while you're dating, while you're interacting with people. So finding true love and finding love that lasts is like, it can seem impossible, but relationships are work and it love is a choice. And so no more ever is no, is more than ever important for us to really understand that there are multiple languages of love. And I love that. So basically words of affirmation, you greatly appreciate compliments, right? Quality time. You love when your partner puts down the phone and just gives you that undivided attention, receiving gifts. You have these thoughtful gifts and gestures that they're big and small and they're the best way to your heart or acts of service. You feel most love when your partner helps you with tasks and, um, especially without even being asked and, or physical touch, you know, handholding, receiving hugs, touch, and a smile. Those are the love languages. That's it. My friend, that book is so good. I love it. Gary Chapman. It's the five love languages and it's so fantastic. And he actually does have a book, I think for singles. So, okay, there you go. There's another book for you to read. Anyway, I hope you love this podcast. And again, I have such a great book coming up next week and I have a fascinating Friday. You're going to love who I have on the show. So I hope you subscribe and tune in and thank you so much, everybody. Have a wonderful day. If you like this podcast that's like personal training for your mind, you've got to come over to my website at andreasadel.com where I take all these books, I highlight, coach, and summarize the content 
in my unconventional book and coaching club. Let's face it, no one is sunshine and butterflies all the time, but we can make happiness a lifestyle. So I want to invite you to sign up at my website for my freebies and giveaways so that you can start each week positively. Finally, don't forget to subscribe on whatever platform you listen to, download and write a review because they really help grow the show.